Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening everybody. Welcome to the Inside Out Effect podcast. This is podcast number 10, I believe. Um, my name is Jonathan Shaw and I am the host this week. I'm, I'm not the actual speaker. Uh, my good friend, colleague, my super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, delicious <laughs> colleague, uh, Stephen Jakes, is going to be speaking today and I'm going to be interviewing Stephen Jakes. And this is the Law of Attraction Part 2 the revenge uh, we're coming back for more we've had so many so many people ask for law of attraction and talk about law of attraction and we're doing so many talks in it and there's only so much we can cover in a short space of time so we thought we'd do another podcast but this one's going to be more about Stephen telling you about more the application and the science behind law of attraction and little tips and tricks on on vision boards and, and imagining and how to create your reality and actually getting those techniques to work for you. So it's going to be a really fun-packed podcast, and we're really looking forward to it. We're very excited about it. We've had lots of feedback and comments about our last uh, Law of Attraction podcast, and everyone is completely fascinated by this. So how are you, Stephen? How are you doing? Fantastic, mate. I'm super casual, fascinated. Oh, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that without... Slipping up as you well. Did, that's did right. that you quite did. well. You got always do it. Yeah, that's How right. articulate of me. You're very, very. You're always sort of very articulate. I'm really good, mate. I've had a really cracking week. Yeah, I've had a lovely week. What's been yeah. happening? Uh, well, I mean, uh, apart from obviously working with clients, um, I had some really great uh, results with them this week. Um, but um, obviously, it's been a busy week in general. Um, we've now obviously we launched the uh, the Inside Out Effect. Yes, it was our launch week. Yes, we our launch the expo week. On, on Thursday that we did. Yes, we did yes. the exhibition on Thursday, which was great. Um, which we nearly didn't happen, but we manifested it okay, didn't we? Well, yeah, that's, that was, that that's was quite actually a good. very good point. Actually, the, we, we managed to manifest the outcome yeah. the way we wanted it. Right, so I shall I talk about that? Yeah, yeah, talk about right, that. So that's a really good example of how, how things can appear to not work. Yeah. And then how you can turn it around very easily. Yeah, so um, we, uh, myself and Jonathan, we... We've been going to a specific networking group um, uh, run by Aaron Desmond, and he's an absolute superstar at this. And, he's, and I've got to give all credit to Aaron. He's probably the best in the business out there. He's an amazing guy, and he's so, so good at what he does. But um, we've been going to the regular networking events, and um, we uh, we were doing it as a reboot. And so we'd uh, we'd joined the actual organisation under the reboot brand. Yeah. And which involved our friend, but now obviously since uh, we've sort of decided to go our separate ways and do the inside out effect together on our own. Yeah. Um, and when I last spoke to him, I said to him, uh, "Don't worry about that. Just carry it on. We'll take over the payments and we'll carry it on." Yeah. In the meantime, our friend didn't know that and cancelled the membership. Yes. But I didn't know he cancelled the membership. No. So the night before the event, obviously I've been really busy, been on holiday, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And we got so all the banners done. All the leaflets and everything. We're really gearing up for it. Yeah. Right? We've when done. We're like really excited <laughs> to launch this official launch in our yeah. in our business yeah. together at this event um, at this event this yeah. is the exciting thing yeah. and and then Thursday evening what happened no Wednesday evening oh Wednesday evening, Wednesday Sorry, Wednesday evening. evening. I, I finished Wednesday I finished a, a really really busy day of uh, clients and I thought, oh, do you know what? I, bet, I don't even know what time we've got to be there or what what's going on. So I messaged said, message Aaron for time. Yeah, that's right, you did. Yeah. Didn't so I thought, oh my God, I better do this because, you know, it's like, it's getting on. And I, I, I really worked late. I was up to, it's about half past eight, I think it was. Anyway, so I uh, phoned up Aaron and I said, hello, Aaron. I said, listen, mate, I haven't heard anything from you. And uh, I just want to know what time to be there. He said, you haven't got a stand. I said, what? He said, you haven't got a stand. I said, you're joking me. I said, We've got all the leaflets printed, all the banners done. We've done all the yeah. printing, all the art, all the design. I said, how comes? He said, oh, because uh, your mate phoned up and cancelled the, the membership. I said, yeah. I said, 
well, I told you that we was going to take over, and obviously massive breakdown in communication. Yeah, totally. So for the last few months, the payments haven't been made, and so therefore we he just assumed that we didn't weren't weren't going to be yeah. at the event. Right. So I'm like, oh my god, gutted. So I contacted you and said there's been a big misunderstanding. It is what it is, but anyway, look, you know, it all happens for a reason. Yeah. So that night. Um, using these techniques which I'm going to talk about earlier on yeah. I uh, was laying in bed and I just imagined and visualised uh, actually us at the event and I imagined getting a text message saying that someone had cancelled and we were uh, we were we could we could go we could actually you know represent we're replacing the company that's pulled out and we can turn up and everything's going to be great Yeah. and um, I get a text message at half past seven the next morning doing exactly that Yeah. so um so that's just that's exactly using these techniques of actually how it how it actually yeah. how it actually works. Yeah. So um, which was actually a really really great event. So yeah, I I just imagined what I wanted to happen. I really believed it was going to happen, and actually, bingo, it actually happened at half past seven the next day. And we had a really really amazingly cracking good day in forty degrees worth of heat. Yeah. In a nice uh, unconditioned, unair conditioned sports hall. Yeah. So we, very, yes, it was very good. It was very yes. good, <laughs> especially when the fire alarm was set off. The fire, yes. And we had to leave. <laughs> And go outside in the blistering heat yeah. where we could have burnt. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I would, we, it was hotter we, outside than in the sun. We had more chance of yeah. catching fire in the yeah. sun than we did from the fire in the hall. Not that there was a fire in the hall in the yeah. end, but you know. Um, but I also want to say about that is that when we found out that it was that we might not happen, yeah. we did let go of whether we were going to be there or not. Yes. We didn't go, oh my God, it's not going to happen. No, we didn't oh, make a drama no. out of it. No, we, did, no, we didn't drama it. We no. just went, you know what? We'll 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 help. We'll clear any box or in the way, and we'll just change. And you man, you visualised, yeah, yeah. and we said we'll go down in the morning. And if it happens, if not, then we'll just go with what guides us. Yes, and where we're supposed to be guided that day. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, what they often do is they go, oh my God, it's never going to happen, I'm not going to do it, no. Well, no, what you'd have done is you'd have reacted negatively. You'd go, oh, I don't believe it. Believe yeah. it, I thought I've spent all this money. money yeah. And then you'd have got into this really angry, resentful yeah. state. You'd have beaten yourself up. You'd have been angry at Aaron. And you'd then have it been... definitely would have happened no. if we'd done that. If we'd done that, none of that yeah. would have happened. Yeah. I just, said just to... push it away because then you're in law of repulsion. Yeah, you're in law of repulsion. Because you're just pushing that away then. Correct, yeah. So, so no, you, you don't want to be doing that. Yeah. So this is just a really, I mean, it's a, it's a simple example of how this works and what not to do and what to do, and then things nine times out of ten work out. And if it hadn't, we'd have just gone with the flow see, that the day old, and it would have guided us somewhere see, else. See, the old me would have actually had a right old hissy fit over that. Yeah. And I'd have been on the phone, oh, I don't believe it, blah, 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 and we ain't got it, and we've paid all this money, and we've done all this work, and we ain't there. Nah, nah. Yeah. But because obviously I know... Obviously, I'm no longer triggered because of all the work that we've done. So yeah. I'm in a different place anyway. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, okay. And well, it is what it is. And, you know, obviously these things happen for a reason. It's our mistake for not getting in contact with her. And it generally is our mistake for not actually phoning him up and making sure and not leaving it to the night before. Yeah. Because we just make these assumptions. And that's where we make a lot of mistakes. But when it happened, I said, oh, okay, well, it is what it is. And I spoke to you. And funny enough, you said exactly the same thing to me as I said to him. And so we're both in alignment with that. Well, well look, obviously it weren't meant to happen. And, you know, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. And so, you know, we didn't have any animosity or negative uh, energy towards the situation. And because of that, I was able to just to imagine that we were there. And I imagine him texting me saying that there's someone's pulled out and and you're welcome to co. And didn't, and, and bless him, he didn't, he didn't charge us a penny for the exhibition either. No, um, no, done it, so good. You've got it for so, free. So, good. Uh, so Aaron, you're an absolute star. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, we really are grateful and truly grateful for that. But... Um, and it ended up being a really grateful day. A really grateful day? A grateful day. Um, yeah, it grateful was day. a grateful it was, day. Yeah, it was a grateful day. But it was a really great day. And um, we met some really amazing people there. And-
around. I've got um, in specific, specifically one of the accountancy and consultancy businesses that we got speaking to. If yeah, you remember, that's right. Um, yes, and uh, I treated actually I treated his daughter. Yes, and um, and I think you're treating one of the directors as well. But um, you treated his daughter, and um, he's I. I I, I haven't actually met him. He actually contacted me by the phone and I hadn't met him. And uh, so when I actually saw his name on his tag, I was like, I know who that is. That's, that's a dad. Yeah. So I went up and introduced myself, said, hello, how are you doing? And he was like, oh, you're, I know who you are. He knew who I was before I'd even... And um, anyway, which is a bit weird how he knew who I was before yeah, no. It did sort of sense to who I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, anyway, I just got chatting to him and his daughter's flying. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she had eight sessions with me. She's absolutely flying. And I, told, I said to this earlier on in the podcast about this girl. She was a bit special. But the thing is, is that because obviously he has, a, they have a massive consultancy arm to their business and accountancy firm and all the rest of it, they're going to potentially take us and use us as part of their consultancy um, uh, deliverables, you know, when they go yes. into a business. So, yes. um, and that was really, really promising. So, um, and we both know, you know, people high up in that business. So anyway, enough of that. Uh, but that was really, really that good. That was really so good. That, yeah, was, that, that was a really good day. We met lots of potential did, yeah. things. There was another lady there who we met who, who's in the, the mental health awareness in the traditional modality. And she was yes, very... works for the council. Works for the council, yeah. but she was very interested in our, our way of looking at things yeah. uh, because she obviously recognises that that uh, she, you know, she said to us. Well, their paradigm is to manage, is to manage maintain, and control, and control it. it. And she said that's their paradigm, but it's just keeping. She said it's just keeping people stuck with it. And she thinks. Then she actually said she thinks we need to educate people to elevate themselves above that and go. No, let's get rid of it. Not just manage and control it, which is what we're doing. We're trying to do the same thing and go. No, you can get rid of it. Yeah. You don't have to manage and control it. So it's nice to hear someone. Within the, the the council, who who wants to take people further, well, they're ready who to embrace people, it. They're ready. They're, it sounds like some people within that, at least, are yeah. ready and really want and love the idea of being able to change it. Yeah. Even though they may not know how to do that just yet. Yeah. Um, so that was again a very positive step. Yeah. But I think she knows it's not working. She it's, does. It's, yes. You know, well, she sees people still suffering with it. It's not changing yes. their suffering. Yeah. They're just living with it day to day rather than perhaps yeah. falling apart but they do fall apart every night. it's not it's not changing anything and yeah. it's keeping people stuck and I spoke to so many people about the mental health awareness week which which was you know great everyone became aware of it but then there was no solution to it it was it was just nothing happened it was just we're all aware of it yeah now what do we do yeah. uh, nothing changed and and that's great that we're all aware of it, but again, the problem is that you you can change it. So so it was it was a really great introduction to our business and opening our business up, and a really good example of how law attraction works when, when you're starting up a business, for instance. When you start up something new, things do go wrong, things happen, or they appear to go wrong. Yeah. But actually, things that when they go wrong, that's not always wrong. No. Uh, in fact, the universe doesn't it's make an mistakes. Adjustment. It's an adjustment. The universe yeah. doesn't make mistakes. It, it's rarely so lazy. Yeah. And and so you just have to kind of flow and ebb with things. Yeah. And when the thing is, that. the thing is, is what I found for all of the stuff with the law of attraction stuff and the manifestation stuff is, is that as soon as you react negatively to it, you're going to manifest that negative response. And you're so, going to be talking about that in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so, you so know, before we get to that, yeah. So, so before we get to that, because that's actually part of the what you're going to be yeah, talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we get into that, do you have any other? Stories of law of attraction or people you've helped in the past week or so. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens all the time because as soon as you know as well as I do, as soon as we clear um, anything, yeah, from somebody's life, there. So there's this lady. There's a lady I've been seeing for a while. Uh, she's she's 
really I was the one that's lost all the lost loads and loads of weight and we met actually funny enough she came along on she Thursday came along, didn't she? she came along to, to the Thursday and tell her story tell her, and, yeah, yeah she and brilliant. she was very very brilliant because I mean it was great that actually that it's all very well us telling people that what we can do but when you've got somebody there that's experienced it and can tell right. story so it was really yeah. great but um, yeah so uh, the last week she we, I was clearing relationship stuff up with her and um and obviously she's got a lot of self-worth issues and, you know, she'd put on a lot of weight and, you know, she's really... Out, and, you know, her life wasn't generally working for her. And, and I can actually safely say she looks amazing now and she's the weight's falling off her and she's so happy and she's a great girl. But uh, she had uh, so she's had these relationship problems and um, so there's one specific person from her past that, mm. keeps, uh, that keeps coming up. So anyway, I cleared it. I yep. said to this bloke, right? So when I said, so when you think about this bloke... What's going on for you? So there was all the self-worth issues. There was all of the things where she'd felt guilt and shame about being, you know, uh, but, but allowing her to allow her to be taken advantage of. And there was all the guilt and shames of, you know, how she showed up and what she allowed to happen. And it, and it just goes on and that. So I switched all of these off. And, uh, <laughs> and obviously this person not been in the scene for a long, long time. Mm. So I cleared that on the, on, uh, on the Sunday. And then she was going away for the weekend. So she was leaving mine Sunday morning. That's and right. Driving yes. to where the destination she was going, which is about yes. three or four hours. And I got a text message six o'clock that night saying, you won't believe who's just contacted me. And it was the guy that we were, that I cleared in the, right. in the, in the treatment. Yeah. So the guy that, that she cleared, yeah. I cleared all of her energy around him within eight hours yeah. He'd text her. Yes, that's right. And had no, there had no. been no contact for ages. So as yeah. soon as I cleared all that energy, she could, she could yes. contact her. And I can actually say that the same things happened to me too. That, yes, <laughs> that happens all the time. But, people, yeah. that, that's the way it, it manifests a person. Once you yeah, clear so, the person contacts you or something happens. Yeah. And, and I've experienced really it loads of times. It works really, really well. Yeah, so that was that was sort of one, what about you? Have you had anyone like that? Yeah, actually, um, two things this week, actually. Um, really <clears> good. I, I met, uh, met up with a guy from a meeting who was actually at our um, last launch of attraction talk and he came along he was encouraged to come along and I had a meeting with him and on the law of attraction talk we taught a very simple one of the simple DTO techniques and this guy was really really stuck he tried lots of things he went to a load of things that you tried and, and, and you know, nothing really worked for him he studied a lot of things and all we taught was a really five minute technique in DTO wasn't it and we taught a basic yeah. way to clear <laughs> guilt and shame and he, he took that technique he went away and then passed Three, two or three weeks or two weeks since we did the training or we did the talk and he's actually applied that and he's actually been able to clear things finally he's actually been able to clear things out himself whereas before he couldn't do it himself he had no way of doing it himself and he's actually before I saw him he wasn't able to work he wasn't able to do his job he was getting things come in but he couldn't take them because he was just too anxious and too stressed so he's being triggered so by he's it. being triggered by it yeah. and by clearing a few things out himself he was actually able to take work and he actually did four days of work uh, the week, week previous until I saw him so just by one very simple technique that we taught in five minutes he was able to go away and clear up a percentage of his stuff uh, so that he could actually move forwards and feel happier and he started to feel more happy in himself and just be happy with where he is right now so he can move forwards yeah so that was really really good because yep. he, he, he cleared something and then manifested yeah. I know what that's while like, I was go on I, was just, I know what that's like because I spent years learning about how the brain the mind and emotions yeah. work and actually and and I'm, I would like to say I'm, I'm fully well well versed on it. All. You are well versed on that, yes. But it didn't change anything once I learned it. No, no, that's a no. <laughs> and what's the most annoying thing is, is that a simple five second technique 
would have solved the problem solved, which yeah. I'd spent four five seven years learning about yes that's right yes yes that, that is the so one, that's, that's, that, one, that's all right that's fine like I, I, seven I, years. yeah that's fine that's uh, <laughs> I like to really make people feel shit yes um, but no I don't uh, no it, that's the problem I see I see it all the time people spend so many years it's trying to understand trying to understand yeah. things and unfortunately what I've learned you know because of my own problems that I had and when I struggled with a lot of my stuff that I couldn't clear I had to let go of everything we were talking about this earlier I had to yeah, let go of everything that I'd been taught yeah. uh, you know mine and Steve's uh, progress happened when we let go of everything we'd been taught we, we we let go of everything that we thought about the problem and that's when I created DTO and that's where Steve got his 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 move forwards and started changing because everything he'd been taught didn't actually really work in the real world it keeps you trapped it, it keeps you stuck and trapped and if you want to solve uh, a mental health issue, we have to look at it differently to the way it's looked at today. It's got to be completely flipped on its head, change around, and have a much simpler understanding of the brain, a much simpler process for getting to the root, and a much simpler way for switching it off, which is what DTO is. And a prime example of that is a lady who messaged me while I was in this meeting yeah. with this guy, um, and she messaged me, she's an old client of mine, and uh, she's come to me over the years and we tried loads of things to get rid of her depression or anxiety and we did the DTO system with her and we made progress and then she wants to go away and do it on herself because she's learnt the full version she's yes. done it for long enough she knows how to do it herself yeah. and I was comfortable her to go and do it herself and she went briefly went back on antidepressant because something big came up for her, something huge and it, it sent her into a spin and she went briefly back on them and in the time, in that process, she's gradually done DTO on herself, brought it all down, and I got a message from her the other day saying, guess who's coming off antidepressants? Wow. She did it herself. Fantastic. She's actually done it herself. She's cleared everything. She's followed the pro- pro- protocols of DTO, and she's cleared it herself so she can come off it herself. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so proud of her, so proud of her that mm-hmm. someone who's not really... I mean, she studied bits of therapy, but she's not a therapist. She's just a, a, a normal human being like everybody else. She took... Uh, DTO and just work through her bits bit by bit and when, when intense things come up because sometimes they do she stuck with it she went through it it was tough it was hard she said when the emotional response came up because it was so deep for her but she went through that she cleared it bit by bit and she's come out the other side and that's that is when someone gets better when someone takes the system follows it and keeps going with it and goes through the difficult part and keeps going mm. That's when the really stuck people that I work with get better. So I, I do work with very, very stuck people who are very, very challenging sometimes. And the ones who really, really get better from it are the ones who actually do it on themselves. So was I challenging them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Was I? No, he wasn't really. No, no, I no he was. wasn't challenging from the point of view. It, it was hard work. It was challenging from the point of view that there was a lot of stuff there. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And there was a lot of belief systems you had that you were clinging on to about how the world works. Um, and that, that were actually glitched and making you worse yeah. um, and that was the problem you know one that you had about astrology yeah. don't get me wrong love astrology that's great but there are some beliefs in astro- astrology that keep you stuck when you're trying to clear things uh, like you know oh when Saturn moves around the moon no it no is. Mercury retrograde oh when Mercury retrograde comes everything goes wrong at that point and I've, I've treated a lot of people who've said that to me and, and I've I treated a woman last Wednesday the same thing we had yeah. exactly this conversation and like now she's now she's realised 
realised through the conversation I had with her and through my own personal experience yeah. that as soon as you do that you're now blaming something external for all of the problems that are going wrong but that's actually right. it's not it's what's going on inside of it's you it's what's that, going inside of you yeah. that's right and, and when you're blaming the external thing you can't do anything about it yeah. so you're a victim to it you then end up suffering yeah. and now that and you fear, fear it and you fear it yeah, because fear it, yeah. as soon as it comes around again you're like oh my god what's going to happen now yeah Oh my God, Mercury retrograde's coming round. Oh, yeah. lock yourself in a house for free. Exactly. Days. Yeah. She's actually and said. She actually said to me, "I haven't gone and bought a new dress outfit for this wedding I'm going to on Saturday because Mercury's in retrograde." Oh my God! And I'm going to really? make a bad decision. Oh really? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And I looked at her, right? Uh, and I obviously challenged that. And once I'd explained that. Sorry. Oh hello. Oh. Hello, Alexa. Alexa just joined in. Yeah, we will do. Clearly, we're not making ourselves clear enough no. for a. <laughs> computer automated voice system to understand the complexities of the law of attraction yeah, and I feel we need to explain it a lot clearer because yeah. otherwise Siri's not going to know it either yeah, and Google Home's never going to know it it's going to be a, a nightmare yeah but anyway so based on that um, I obviously challenged her with that and pointed out what was going on and then once I'd, once I'd explained to it she's like oh my god I, what am I doing what am I doing I've been doing this all my life and yeah. then she just got that learning that realisation straight away and so um, so then, and then she goes right I'm going to go and buy my dress this afternoon what a load of nonsense but it's just really so many just, people do that yeah. uh, and we're not saying astrology is a load of nonsense there's lots of astrology that's really great but the bit that, that makes you that makes you believe that the, the stars moving around the moon are going to cause you problems uh, that actually gets lodged in your brain and then you end up believing that yeah. and the problem with that is that whoever put us on this planet Whoever, whoever put us here, whether you believe in God or not, whatever you believe, we are intelligent human beings. Whoever put us here, I don't believe, they said, you know what, we'll make human beings absolutely amazing. And they, they, they can give life and they can, they can create, always create creation, and be productive yeah, and create absolutely. all these super things. But as soon as the Earth moves around the moon... As soon as we'll, Mercury we'll, goes into retrograde... Yeah, yeah, we'll fuck them all up. <laughs> uh, or as soon as the tides move, yeah, they'll yeah. go a complete mess. Or yeah. as soon as they come into contact with another human being, ah, oh, that's it, they'll be screwed yeah. for the rest of the week. Yeah. This is just complete nonsense. It yeah. doesn't happen. And I can categorically say it because I've cleared those things in myself. I've cleared those things in clients. Yeah. And I didn't stop... Mercury moving around retrograde. I didn't change that. I just changed the energy of the person yeah, and the belief system. It is the belief system because if you believe that when Mercury goes into retrograde that travel plans are going to go and electronic things and communications are going to go wrong, exactly guess what what's going to happen? It's what you get. Exactly what you believe. The so, old analogy, what you believe will be your reality, yeah. is extremely true. Yeah. But people don't think about positive things being a problem because that's seen as a positive thing. Yes. And that's the problem. Positive things can be worse. Mm. Positive belief systems can be worse than negative ones. Yeah, but the, the problem is, is that you're actually now giving your... You are actually now using blame or you're, you're a victim to your circumstances based well, on Well, you're that. giving your power away as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're totally giving away so your totally, power yeah. and going, well, I'm completely powerless, I'm helpless. Oh, there's nothing I can do today because uh, Saturn's just transited Jupiter in Virgo, yeah. so... Damn! And the problem with that is we then feel weak and powerless as human beings, yeah. and that makes us feel less of something, yeah. and then we feel we have no control over anything, and it just circles and spirals. Well, the other thing as well is you're waiting then to be rescued. You're yeah. waiting for God or the planets to go in a certain place. And so I'm going to just say something to this, because when I got into a really, really bad place with my situation several years ago, yeah. and I couldn't find an answer, and so I did I did start looking into spiritual things, and I did start looking. This is how I got all this understanding and learning about astrology, because I thought, well, nothing, real life, real therapy don't work right it's no. not helped me one bit no so there must be something else going on there. I didn't but I, I knew that there was an answer somewhere and I was searching 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 um, but what I what I the problem is is the, the, the research that people 
and all of the, the stuff that I watched and learned about it, I started to believe that at some point um, that when certain things would happen, that something, uh, something, an event would happen in my life that would heal me. Yeah. So, so, but that was the problem is that was keeping me in this waiting, 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 waiting for this, for this certain thing to happen Yeah. for all of a sudden for me to, because I believe, because I tell you that it's all energy and how you feel. So when the planets move, then the energy changes. Now your energy changes. Now you're going to feel better. So I'm waiting for this certain thing to happen so I can move out from so the state. So you're waiting for the planets and energy to move so you can feel better. Yeah, so, cause right. it, so my energy changes. Yeah. But actually it was a complete load of nonsense. And because what I've now had to realise is, is that everything is hardwired neurologically. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if Mercury blew up and disappeared. It ain't going to change the energy. Because all, my, all the things that were causing me all my pain and my suffering and all of the, the, the stuff that I had was all hardwired emotional experiences in from you. the past in me. And I had to go into each one of those experiences and switch every single emotional response off in order to me to be free from it. But all the time that we keep investing in other things outside of us, we're yeah. always going to have them and... And I'm going to say there might be 1%, half percent, 0.1% where they've just had this miraculous healing from something. Something's just woof and it's happened and I've heard of it and it's it changed their happen. life. But, but that's not the norm. That's very, that's going to be it's as very, rare very as rocking rare. horse crap as, yeah. as And say. often you have to do the hard work, put the hard work in. Yeah. And, and sometimes if people are severely depressed or anxious, it does take time. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of almost instant healings and we do get a lot of those but I also work with a lot of challenging people and it takes time to work through it bit by bit week by week day by day until you you finish clearing it because some people can have a lot of triggers some people can have a lot of guilt and shame and and that just takes a bit of time it doesn't take years like like traditional therapy but sometimes it takes a few months sometimes it takes six months but once you come through it and once you go down that road a little bit, you see the improvements, you see the change. Yeah, you can change your heart car, you can change your house, you can change your job, you can change your clothes, you can change your food, you can change your drink, you can change your habits, you can change everything. The problem is, is nothing's going to change. No. Realistically. The only thing that's going to change is you're driving a different car, you're living in a different place, you're eating different food, you're doing different exercises, but actually... But inside you doesn't change. Inside you doesn't change. No, it makes no difference to what's happening inside you. And the, the quicker... The, the world can learn that the quicker people can do something about changing their problems and yeah. their feelings and their hurt and their pain and their suffering and their past traumas and experiences and they can literally change anything in their life to become happy, free, joyful, loving, peaceful and living from that because, yeah. uh, because as soon as you go back to all of those experiences and change them that's where you live from so it is a choice now uh, yeah. And you either choose to keep going out and buying clothes and going to Pilates and doing this and waiting, waiting for it, waiting for the change to happen to you, or you own it and you can actually do it using DTO to actually go and change everything. I know that because that's exactly what I've done, and I like to say my transformation has been, you know, amazing. And yes, so, and you, that, you no longer like, look like one of the Cray twins. It's yep. brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a great. You think I'm joking? But you really twins. did. Um, but you know, uh, oh, yeah. Um, so you know. Uh, that is that is the key to it. But the key to it is to heal yourself from the yeah. inside. Yeah. And so many people are still trying to do it from the outside. Yeah. They're still trying to change the world from the outside. Yeah. But actually, all the world's problems are happening inside of us. Yeah. All, all the world's which, big problems. Which also comes back to this: what I'm going to talk about in the law of attraction thing, which we which we're going to exactly. do in a yeah. little while. Now we're going on a bit today, yeah. but no, but I'd like, I would I would like to talk about uh, a, a one. I've got a couple of things as well. Is um, 
Um, maybe I'll just talk about the one because we're only half hour into the podcast yeah. already. But I had a guy uh, who was introduced to me from a guy in London. Um, he uh, was uh, living in Africa. Um, and when he lived in Congo, and at the time he was living there, I think he was six, seven as a child, uh, he was, um, there was a civil war between the French Congo and the Belgian Congo. Right. And his dad worked in, uh, in construction there, and his dad would pick him up from school and then drive him to the construction site. And um, whilst being there at the construction site, waiting for his dad to finish work, uh, the, there'd be missiles being shot across the construction site from one side to the other. Wow. And uh, anyway, so what would happen is, is as a child, he'd hear, he, he'd hear the whistling noises and then he'd hear the explosions. Well, once he'd heard it for the first time, the as a seven, seven-year-old kid, he got absolutely petrified and scared. Mm. And so the, another time it happened, he heard the whistling of the missile. He then got out of the car and ran like hell, run and ran 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 and, ran and been trying to get safe. Yeah. And big explosions going off. And his dad would actually run after him and jump on him and hold him to the ground and say, no, don't, don't run. Never, never run. Never, never run. Never, never run. And this happened several times. And uh, at that point, um, he developed a really severe stutter and he lost all of his education, went out the window. Yeah. And he went from being a, a super brain to an average, really very under, under average, I think he said, a student. And that was when he was six and seven. So there's a lot of PTSD. He's been living with his PTSD trauma from that event since the age of seven. Yeah. Six or seven. And um, so um, I, you know, I spoke to him at quite length, trying to get an understanding of what was going on. But so it was, and then it's been, and it's still affecting him now. But um, I did a treatment with him on Sunday um, across the internet. Actually, yeah. I hadn't met him before, so this is the first time I'd actually just met a client over the internet and never done anything on the internet before. So I did did a Zoom, and uh, I cleared the whole PTSD trauma of that in just under an hour. Wow. And it had gone, so I checked it the next day, yeah, yeah. and it had all gone. Yeah. So that whole PTSD trauma of all of the missiles as a kid, and it's, it literally all went. So for me, that was a, an amazing, an amazing um, result for me because when he told me that, you know, when you hear some of these stories, my instant thought is, oh, my God, this is going to... I can't clear that. No. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Right. You know, how, damn, how, how, how am I going to do, do that? that? That's right. Where do I, you know, but I literally, once I'd, once I'd sort of let it settle and I knew... And I knew... You just... I do know. But when you first hear it, you think, oh, my God, damn, I can't clear that. That's so horrifically... But, you know, the pro- we know the process works. I got straight into it within, within no time at all. Yeah. Got rid of all the guilt. Most of it was guilt and shame. Yeah. He felt guilt and shame because he felt responsible. <laughs> He couldn't, and he felt stupid because he couldn't do anything about it. And it was like blaming which, himself for the which, missiles that were being sent by his Which like, is not, not logical because he was seven years seven old. Years you know, old, that's yeah. not logical, but that's what the mind does. It creates these guilts and shames that we actually couldn't do anything at the time because we no. had no control over it. It was his we fault. He actually believed and, it was his fault. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and which is, wow, I felt for him. Really yeah, felt and, him. and I see people like that all the time. They blame themselves for things they actually had no control over whatsoever yeah. and wasn't even in their power to control it. And uh, we all have these things. I've had those things. You've had those things. Yeah. And and the power of, of being able to change that the the, 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 the with, with such a simple system. Yeah, an in, hour. In a really short space One of time. Hour. The power of which that will change his life yeah. is incredible. Well, he's, I mean, I think he's just early 30s. Wow. So he's had that since seven. Since seven. So he's wow. been living with that. So 23 years. 20, 20, 23 years. Let's say 23 years. years. Yeah, that's a long time with PTSD. Yeah. A long, long time. 50 minutes or an hour. 
gone. Amazing. Well done. That's so really I'm really happy with that. That's really fantastic. I'm really, really, really happy with that. And it's yeah. a friend of a friend who helps us as well. So, so um, yeah. you know, um, he's over the moon as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's great. really great. So I'm really pleased about that. So, so yeah. Okay, go. really good. Well done, good man. That, yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. That's fantastic. So, I guess we've given some like stories and things. Let's let's get into the meat of of the, of the presentation, the law of attraction part two. Law of attraction part You're going to yeah. cover the three main steps yeah. of the law of attraction. Yeah. What those three steps are, and give your tips and tricks, your insights that you've learned, and what you've learned as you've been using. Because I know you modify and change, modify and change. You yeah. test and change quite a bit. Yeah, I do. You uh, need to, which is good, yeah. uh, and find out what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so you have quite a few tips and tricks on the actual real deep secret techniques that they don't necessarily teach you in the secret. Yes. Uh, that's why it's called the secret. That's, that's, that's the, the thing, that's the bit they leave, that's the bit leave, they leave out. out. They leave out the secret techniques. Uh, so apart from clearing the sabotage and the guilt and shame, there are some secret techniques that you're going to take us through. So take us through those now. Tell us how you do it. Okay, cool. So um, I've been... I thought this was a load of nonsense. I right. thought it was a load of mumbo-jumbo, you know, why? magic. Why do you think that? Well, because when I first heard about The Secret and uh, you could literally, uh, you know, um, it was all about, oh, you could imagine or dream or feel feel like you've got the thing and it will come to you. You'll just attract it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people got caught in the trap that if they just sit there thinking and dreaming and imagining that they'll have this thing, it will just come into their life. I fell victim to that and obviously none of it worked. None of it worked ever. No. And then you think, oh, this is just a nonsense. It's a load of nonsense. And um, so, you know, and I was trying bits and... It just didn't work. None of it really worked. I never really manifested or created anything. And so I sort of just poo-pooed it, really, and mm. just then said, oh, and I became one of the naysayers. And I know there's a lot of people that are naysayers. Oh, well, you know, you, you, it's all about a law of hard work. And it's all, and I do agree, it's about law. You still have to work hard, but it's yeah. not working hard, it's working smart. And actually what I learned was is that the problem that we have in the world is that we're so focused on the money and the material that that supersedes anything that's in alignment with our true, genuine, authentic self. Yes. And so most people are working against themselves, even though that they're getting... Totally. They're working Always. against themselves. Yeah. So, but the problem is, is you need to have a job, you need to have pay your food, you need to pay your bills, you need to do that. So that's the most important thing. Yeah. So you'll go and get a job and do it for 25 years that you hate and you hate it and you're always ill and you, and then create all these imaginary illnesses for not being there and you, know, you would be so negative, oh, my job, I hate it, my boss, oh, I hate it here, the papers, I want another job, I've been there 20 years, oh, I don't know any different... And that's basically creating a really shit reality. And so... Um, I, uh, I I started looking into this stuff a little bit more because something happened and for some reason I got bought, I got introduced back into it again. I think I stumbled across the video, uh, which was uh, uh, which was amazing because there was this person basically talking about what what, what they'd done, where they were to where they were now, and they'd done it all through law of attraction and through manifesting. Right. And and I was like, well, hang on a minute. How comes all these people are making it work for them? And yet, when I do it, it doesn't. So you know what I'm like, mate. Yeah, you I, like to know, don't you? Know. You need to know why. Yeah, He's a why person. <laughs> he was the original why yeah. bird. Uh, if you're in the UK, so, he was. Yeah. I, so for like anyone, I need to know. I need to know the ins and outs, and I need to know all the dots and the eyes, and I need to know the mechanics of everything. Yeah. Because when you do know that, and that's why I learned something about the, that's why I know so much about the human brain and emotions. I know all of that because yeah. I needed to know, and I thought I knew it would help, and in some ways it has. But when it comes to the law of attraction specifically, uh, I wanted to know how and why. And so my, I set out on the journey, really. And I spoke in the last one. I, t- I was doing this stuff for about 18 months, but it didn't really manifest or create anything, <laughs> to be quite honest. No. I, I was like, 
you know, but I was doing it before. I, I went, it, it was just playing with it, you know, I was trying with it. And uh, and I knew that this was happening because people were evident, were creating evidently proving it. And then there was all these now saying, oh, law of attraction doesn't work. It's just all these people that are just basically selling you law of attraction stuff. Yeah. And they're the only ones that are, are the manifesting the car because they're selling you a London nonsense dream. And that sort of worked. But I, 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 I knew... On my journey for esoteric knowledge and learning about how the way the world works, I stumbled across the uh, Seven Hermetic Principles and um, by um, Hermes Trismegistus. And it was something that was written by the three initiates and it goes back a long way and there's seven principles of reality, So you know, which I spoke about in the last time. There's the law of polarity, the law of correspondence and the law of everything is mind. And right. So once I started listening to that, and I really, really recommend anybody that's serious about learning about the law of attraction and getting it to work for them, you need to go and put three hours into listening to it. Because by listening to that, you will get an understanding of reality. Right. The way it is, not the nonsense that you're taught, not the physical reality that you believe you live in, that's taught in schools, that's taught by science, and it's taught by the world media, and that we live in a material world. Because yeah. what we do know, and when you spoke about this in the last episode, was that it's not mechanical, it's energetic. It's energetic. The world so, is energetic. The world yes. is energetic. So when you know that and you apply these seven principles and you understand about how everything is just energy, the physical becomes nonsense because actually at a fundamental level underneath the physical is, energy. the, is the energetic level. Yeah. So now all of a sudden what they've done is they've, they've moved it up a level and now everything's... But they haven't taught you that everything is vibrating energy and everything vibrates at a certain frequency and actually everything here isn't really here. Hmm. It's just your brain interpreting that. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're seeing is a holographic projection of the outside world in your mind. So realistically, the outside world doesn't theoretically exist because it's actually existing inside your brain. That's right. And your brain is then creating that holographic picture in your brain, but you perceive it to be outside of you, even though there is some sort of physical world. Yeah. So, you know, um, and what's not to say that I see um, the world of trees and colour and you might actually be seeing it as the matrix, but that's normal to you. You don't even know any difference. You could just be seeing ones and zeros, but that means to you blue, green, red. So you could actually be seeing all these numbers going down, running down your face. Yeah. But to you, that's normal because no one else has experienced it, but, but you've created reality around that. And I might be seeing everything in strange colours. We don't actually know what each other's seeing no. in order to... So it's all right. energy. Yeah. So anyway, I went and learned about the seven hermetic principles and then I started learning about everything is mind, hmm. which is the key, the start point. Because when you come into doing law of attraction, everything is mind, because everything is manifested in your mind and everything is then created in your imagination and projected into the 3D world. And once I understood that, I was like, well, okay, now I'm starting to understand this, how that law of attraction isn't some nonsense thing. There is a science behind it. Yeah, because this is the science behind law of attraction. It's very scientific. Yeah, and yes, absolutely. And, and that's the problem with the main law of attraction phenomena is there's no science, it's not scientific. Yeah. But it is actually genuinely scientific, this process. Yeah, and then so, so then the next one after that is the law of polarity, which is really, really important because you've got positive and negative. Yeah. And then in the middle, you've got your neutral state. Right. Whenever you actually start learning about the Kabbalah and the Tree of Life and the two pillars of, uh, of, of mercy, I can't remember what the name of the other one is now, but there's the two pillars. There's a, there's... There's a, there's a pillar that goes down the middle of a pillar of, neutra of neutrality where you want to be. That's what you so want it's to be. a bit like when, we, when we're switching off people that are, need, feel the need to be motivated 
it's not the motivation you need to put into them, it's the switching off of the demotivation. And when you do that, they come back into being in the middle and being that's their right. natural self. You come back to being you. That natural state in the middle of those two things is you. That's yes. who you are. Yes. And that's what DTO does. It yeah. brings you back to being who you are. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the, the pillar of severity and mercy, okay, with the tree of life. Yeah. Now that now understands how the pendulum swings in the law of polarity. Yes. And there is everything has its opposites. Yeah. And all paradoxes will be reconciled. Yeah. And you think, oh my God, now I'm starting to understand how this works. And then you start going into the next one, which is the law of correspondence. And that's the one which for me, and the law of vibration, they're the two things for me that fundamentally nail how the law of attraction works. Right. So from a holistic scale, everything is mind. So whatever your, so this view is everything is mind. Whatever you believe is your reality. That's right. It's your beliefs. So... When I started learning all this and going into it and piecing it all together, I started actually realising that there was something more to this law of attraction. There was a science behind it. And once you know this and you can get it to work for yourself and you can actually fundamentally get it, you can now start applying those principles to your everyday life and start adjusting your perception of the, your worldview needs to change from it being material, hard work, I've got to do this, and you're getting there through hard work and success. Yeah, you can. You can, absolutely. Yeah. Most people have. Yeah. But, but what a shit way of doing it. It's a dreadful way of doing it, right? yeah. And, and what happens is, is we spend all our life working so hard, being unhappy, having shit relationships, being with people that we don't want to be with because we don't want to leave them because we because have our, our security and all the rest of it. And when we get to 65 and retire, in two years we went out heart attack and died. Yeah. Which is, you know, which is, for me, it's that's just, not, that is not a rubbish. life. That's a dreadful life. That's a crap life. It's yeah. an absolute... So, I, I, you know, I... I, I I, I knew that there, there was... And then the more people that I started researching, successful people, the more I realised that they were applying all this stuff. Yeah, final attraction. Yeah, yeah that's right. attraction yeah. to this stuff. And so, um, and so just... So really, that was the key thing, really, that made me realise that this isn't like, you know, mumbo-jumbo nonsense, hairy-fairy stuff. There is something to it. Okay. So then so then you, you tried for 18 months and it, it wasn't... You were learning these, these amazing tools, these secret tools. Yeah. It wasn't working. Then you met me. And yes. then we did clear some blocks. Some, some. We cleared quite a few. <laughs> cleared quite a few blocks. Uh, that was a slight, uh, not exaggeration. Uh, yeah. What was, was faux pas? Faux misconception, pas mis- misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. That is, there was quite a few fucking blocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and we worked those blocks. Yeah. But then you started applying the secret tools. Yes. That you're going to go through now. Yeah. Once you realise the science was there, you realise the tools work. But yeah. there were secret tools to get it to yeah. work. So what are the the secret tools that you use most? At the moment, as you're clearing your blocks and we've cleared loads and you still clear, what are the, the tools you're using the most at the moment to get law attraction to work? Right, so there's three. So you've got to realise that this, right, is that your inner world creates your outside world. Yeah. Everything is you pushed out. Yeah. So life doesn't happen to you. You create everything and everybody's perception of you is what you've created in your own mind, your belief. Now, now, now for the listeners, <laughs> some tough. people... That fries their brains yeah. because they cannot comprehend well, they that. They won't do because they've been taught completely the opposite. But, well, A, because they, yeah, they've been taught completely the opposite, but A, B, they could have that much power. Sometimes that much power freaks people out. Yes. But also, yes, because they've been taught the complete opposite, yeah. that you're not in control of anything yeah. and everything happens to you. Yeah. And, and so I've always followed my life like that. And again, I couldn't get it to work till DTO came along, not, not the way I do now. But that is quite mind-blowing for people. So just say that one more time. Right, so your imagination creates your reality. Yeah. The outside world is a reflection of your internal world. Yeah. And everything is you pushed out. 
Right. So everything that every person, how, how a person is towards you, is your belief about how they're going to be like that towards you. Or your belief about yourself. Yeah, or a belief about yourself, how you deserve to be treated. So everything is you pushed out. So whatever's going on for you will get reflected back to you by the people that you've got in your world. And a lot of people don't get it and won't ever accept it. But if you want law of attraction to work for you, that's the first thing you've got to get. Until you surrender to that, until you surrender surrender to to that... You're never going to get a law of attraction to work. And here's the thing: it's not just about getting. Well, law you of attraction might know that's work. nonsense. You will get a law of attraction to work for you, but you're not in control of it. You're not. No. You can't. You can't uh, manipulate or control. Uh, you haven't got mastery of what happens in your world. No, you're 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 you're, 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 you're sort of in the driver's seat, but you're not driving the car. Yeah, uh, and which is dangerous. Yeah. You know, at best, and it's not just about. That's law, a very good way of putting it. Actually, not yeah. just about law of attraction. It's yeah. it's about making your life good. It's about yeah. making your life. Yeah the life you want it to be and what people try and do is they try and change the external thing constantly to make their life happy but your life comes from within you I can categorically say that once I had all my once I've worked been shall I start again yes but yeah what the whole podcast or just yeah. that little bit uh, yeah no I might need to manifest some uh, elocution lessons I think you might um, yeah. well. so um, what I was going to say once I'd cleared all my blocks and my guilt and my shames around all my past and generally become an, an amazing person again uh that's when I was able to make this to work for me as well. Because right. the biggest problem you've got is that, yeah, it's all very... So I knew all of this stuff, but it still wasn't working. And the reason it wasn't working is because I had a lot of blocks and sabotage going. But once I'd got rid of those, um, I, I now categorically can say that I am manifesting things on a regular basis. Right. So once you cleared your blocks, you understood that everything was happening inside you yeah. and that you was pushed everything that was out, outside of you wasn't working you were pushing out there that yeah. was actually it was being reflected it, back to me I created it back yeah. yeah once you got that and owned it you then started to change it yeah what are now the techniques you use what are your what are the three steps you need to right, do so there's three to get to change so the first thing so that that's the first most important thing so the first step is is that this is the one I use but the, the, the key one for me is to first of all um, know exactly what it is you want. Okay. Be a hundred percent clear on what it is you want to experience or have in your life. See, well, now that's difficult for some people because yeah, they don't so, know what they want based on the, the sabotage. Yeah. So that could be the job. Yeah. The sort of person you are. How I've manifested transformational change. I've I've wanted to become a different person, so I've used this technique, and it's happened naturally. It's sort of like I've changed weirdly because that's what I wanted to do, but yeah. what's happened. Uh, relationship, you can actually manifest a specific person in your life, which I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of, <laughs> I'm hoping it's going to, it's sort of, I'm starting to see signs that it potentially could happen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it could be anything, anything you want in your life. But so you need to be 100% clear on what it is you want, okay? And so, uh, so the first thing you need to do is create a scene, so what I normally do is I'm very, very good with imagining anyway, so I don't need to yeah, you're do very good I'm very, I can literally know exactly what I want and I can create it. Yeah. In my mind, I can create, I know exactly what I want. Yeah. But the, for, for some people that can't and can't do the imaginal act, because it's very, very important that, that we go into our mind's eye, our mind video, the video that when we shut our eyes and we see things and imagine things. Yeah. That's the important thing. You need to be able to create, get, create your imaginal act. So, for example, it might be um, uh, that you might want a car, for example. I'm just going to use this differently. So, you might say, right, I want a car, right? I want the new Audi um, S3 or RS3. So, you've got to know what it looks like. You need to go and do your research. You can't, you need to know it has to be as close to reality, as true to reality as possible. So, 
Um, for example, I would then get the uh, the Audi book. I'd look at the new A3. I'd see what was in the interior. I'd look at the wheels. I'd look at the colours and everything. Now I know exactly what that car looks like. Yeah. So now, I, now I need to create the imaginal act. So the imaginal act me might be, well, I want to see myself driving down the road in the country with the window on, with the stereo on, and and I'm driving that car. Right. Yeah. So I've now created it. That's what. I, so that's what I want to do. So the, imagining it. As you're doing it, no, now, no, 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 no. That's creating. That's the creation. So that, you've got to say that's the act I'm going. That's the imaginal act I'm going to create. It's going right. to look like that. It's going to look like okay, gotcha. Right? Yeah? yeah. So that's your prep work. Right. The next thing is is to have or do the imaginal act. Now, what I've learned is that you need to be in some meditative hypnotic state. The key thing is in all of this is that we have to impress the subconscious mind. Yes. The subconscious is what's connected to the superconscious. And when we've impressed the subconscious world, the superconscious, the reality outside of us, then reflects it back to us. Yeah. Right? This is the key thing. This is why the belief is so important. Yeah. You can't have contradictory belief to it. No. So once you've got your imaginary act and your, 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 the imagination creates reality, once you've got most reali- the most realistic uh, um, uh, um, imaginal act... Mm. With all the details, you're now imagining that. But it needs to be done when you can impress the subconscious. So you can't do that in an awake state. So what I tend to generally do is I'll meditate for about 10 to 15 minutes, depending. Sometimes I can get there in seconds, you know, because I'm just in that state. I'm, especially when I'm very, very tired. Because when you're tired and you're sleepy, you can impress the subconscious very, very quickly because yes. your, your your resistance is very... Well, you're dropping to a different alpha, beta, delta, Set, your theta, theta state. state. You need to go into theta state, don't you? need you? to go into theta state. Yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, and I think I you can do it in beta, but I think theta is the one. Theta's the best theta's one. The, magic the, the one. best way to manifest. Yeah, in theta. When I did theta healing, that was that's where you go to do anything in theta healing. You change anything in theta healing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because you're impressing you the subconscious mind. Weather, you can manifest yeah, yeah. spaces. You can change exactly. Power, you can do anything within the theta space, which is exactly the same principle with with the sub, with, 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 with the imaginal react. So if you yeah. can then imp- impress the subconscious mind, yeah, um, with an imaginal act. But you need to do it when you're in a, in a, a sl- uh, I think it's like a, a state akin to sleep, right? right? Or a meditative state, or in a, yeah, in a, a hypnotized it's a, it's a meditative state. Yeah, hypnotized state. Once you get yourself into that state, you then, you then in your mind, bring the imaginary act to life. Yeah. But you need to do it from first person point of view. You can't watch yourself in the car driving it. You need to step into that imaginary act. You need to be sitting, imagine yourself sitting in the car, driving the car, changing the gears. But here's the thing. You need to invoke all five senses or as many senses as possible. Right. So you can smell the interior of the car. You feel the steering wheel. You feel comfortable. You can feel the air coming in. You can smell the new interior, the leather seat. You feel the leather ge- gearbox. You feel the, the leather gearbox. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do all that. You invoke Hear all those. Hear the music playing on radio. Hear the music. So you invoke as many senses as possible and you keep imagining that act over and over and over and over and over again in your mind yeah. while you're staying in that state. Yeah. Then what? that's the key thing. Right, so that's the key thing I do on everything. Right, but what you've got to do is you've got to live in, go to the end. So the most important thing is your imaginal act has to start from the end, as if you've already got it, you've already acquired it, and you're just it, living with it. You have it now. Yeah. You're enjoying so, it. So yeah. you're, you're enjoying what you have. You have to live now. in the end. So, yeah. for example, I have imagined a specific person that I want to be with, but I'm not imagining. Being with that person, I'm not imagining marrying that person. I'm imagining that person in my in our home a year later, and I've already got the wedding rings on. She's got her wedding rings on, and we're celebrating an anniversary. Yeah. So you have to go past. You have to think like so. If that's what you want, you have to think and act from it's already been. You've already got it. 
Mm. So you need to think right past that. If you think of the thing, if you imagine yourself seeing yourself with it, that's like having a third party and the chances are someone else in your life will have exactly the same experience and you don't get it. Right, okay. Right? So you have to do it from first person point of view. You have to step into it and you have to embody it and you have to see everything through your eyes. See through it. That's very important, yeah, because a lot of my clients, they do that wrong. They they imagine like a movie. Yeah. And they're seeing themselves in the movie having it. Yeah. But they're not actually... Well, that's a, their own eyes. Yes, because that's a copy of yourself. Yes. And because you are a projection of my internal world, which is a copy of me, reflected back to me, yeah. you might end up with the girl of my dreams, or you might end up with the car, because it's not actually it's really not you really, experiencing it's it. Right, it's a yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's really, really important that you do it from first person point of view. Right. And you have to do it as if you've already got the you've already got it. So not think about getting the job. Imagine somebody being on the phone going, Steve, I'm so happy that you got that job. It's amazing. I'm going, yeah, I've been there six months. I've already got a pay rise. I get on really well. That it's, whatever it is. Yes. So you've got to imagine past it. You've got to start at the end. If you do anything before that, you're going to have the thing called a miscarriage or you'll only manifest that to that point and mm. you won't. So, for example, if I want this person, if I'm thinking about this specific person and being married to this person and living a life but I'm trying to think of how I'm going to get there I can say well she's going to text me and then we're going to go out if I start manifesting those things those things will generally manifest but they have no relation to the overall manifestation does that make sense you're actually if you think about I need her to text me to validate that it's happened actually all I'm doing is getting a text message because I've manifested a text message from her yeah has no relevance to the overall so that's why you need to live in the end and you need to when you need to completely believe 100% and have faith in that's going to happen and the thing is is this is the next the most important thing you have to then drop the desire you have to drop the imaginal act Mm. you've got to just let it go as if you've not done it and so you put all of the emotion of it being real and then you drop it yeah and then you come back to the room and you're going to feel oh my god what's happening I'm back in my bedroom I didn't realise that but what's happened is you've now impressed the subconscious and the subconscious then has a seed dropped in it and that subconscious now goes out and affects everything in the reality to make that manifestation Sorry, happen. I'm having yeah. trouble understanding right now. I know you do. Please try a little later. Now Alexa doesn't understand what you're saying for some reason. And yeah. So, but but hopefully listeners understand Sorry. what you're saying I'm and they get it. I'm having trouble understanding right now. Please try um, a little so, later. So from that, uh, that understanding that you must let it go and drop it, that's very difficult to do because it's something that you... Emotionally attached you to. Really, yeah, you're emotionally attached to. You really want it. And there was a period yeah. with something big you're manifesting yes. where you struggled to let go of attachment. Yes. So you then had to... So this is what I did. Right. Is I then created another imaginal act where I was having a conversation with you telling you that I find it really, really easy to drop attachment and I can drop my imaginal act. Right. Great. All right. So the problem was is I couldn't let go of the feeling because it was something I want so badly in my life. Yeah. So because I want it so badly, the hardest things to manifest are the things that you want so badly because you're completely reliving it and you can't let it go. No, that's right. right? You can't let it go. And so that's why it's so difficult to have the the things that we want to have in our life. So what I then did is you can create another imaginary scene where I'm having a conversation with you. I step into it. I go, do you know what, Jonathan? It's amazing. I've just found it so easy now to drop my imaginal wax and have no attachment. And I kept doing that over and over and over again. Within a week... Within one week, I've been able to drop all of my all of my attachments to all of my future manifestations that I'm waiting to happen. And I'm no longer obsessing with them Great. because when we obsess with them, when we obsess 
Um, so this is what happens why our manifestations don't work or what we don't attract, what we do attract doesn't uh, work is because we're obsessed we're constantly obsessed with it yeah so because we're, we're obsessed with it what we need to do in order for the for the manifestation to work is we need to let go of the seed that we've created in our imaginal act in that seed is has a pattern of all the things that's needed in order for you to get to your end result yeah it's not your job to work it out it's not your job to influence it you need to drop the seed and then the subconscious and superconscious create them circumstances for you to experience it what you want yeah but none of us do that and we can't let go of it no we try and work out how we're going to get there don't yeah. we or, or what steps are we're going trying to interfere with it we're trying to yeah 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 but we're, we're only humans there's a problem people think that we need to work out how something's going to happen yeah and you don't. You'd have to work out what you want and imagine it yeah. and then let the universe take over about Correct. how. Yeah. Because if you want, you know, your ideal woman could be, or your ideal partner, sorry, could be a million miles away. You don't know. So you've got to get to that place to find her or yeah. for her to come into your world. Yeah. Or, you know, if you it's want to... It's called the bridge of, the bridge of incidents bridge need of to happen. For yeah. And there's no way that a human could work that out. And We're I can not categor- clever enough. I can categorically tell you that if you do this correctly, you, I will guarantee you that you will experience the thing that you've experienced in your imagination. Right. Because I've done it. Yeah. And I've experienced it. You do it a lot. I, I do it a lot, yeah. So, but the thing is, is that the first thing that we do is we obsess. And we can't yeah. let it go. And we obsess about that person or we obsess about the car. And we want that thing so bad, we can't stop thinking about it, can't stop thinking about it, can't stop thinking about it. And the problem is, is that the reason why most manifestations don't happen or what we don't attract happen is because we don't drop the scene. And what we do is we keep going back and conditioning it. Yeah. So we keep reconditioning the imaginal react. Yeah. So because we keep conditioning it, we never let it go in order for the subconscious to go out and, in, in, and influence all of the outs the external world in order for it to be reflected to us because we can't let it go and we keep conditioning it and keep going back to the scene, keep going back to the scene. But every time we keep going back to the scene, it's slightly different from the last time that we did it. So you're now reconditioning it, reconditioning it. And so it keeps going back to the start point, keeps going back to the start point, keeps right. going back to the start point. Um, the other thing that will then stop you is your inner conversations. So for example, if you want this specific person in your life, and you really want that person, but they're married, yeah. or and you're going to go. I really want that in my, or that person in my life, but I'm never going to get her because she's never going to leave him. And anyway, I'm ugly or I'm fat, and it's never going to happen. Yeah. So all of the so the inner conversations you have must also be in alignment with the end in mind. Yeah. So you've got imagine your imagine your act. You've got to believe you've had it, and you're living with that person, or you've got the car. But your your inner conversations when you think about that thing has to be in alignment with that. So every time you have a negative thought or a negative reaction to it you need to then change that and finish it on a positive one. So you can't be thinking, you can't want to be with a certain person, for example, and then saying, yeah, no, I've, I've done the imaginary act, but oh, you know, it's never going to happen and I haven't seen it yet. And now straight away, your, 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 your true dominating belief is it's not going to happen yeah. and it won't happen. Yeah. So you need to change your mental diet. Because your inner belief is important. If you don't love or value yourself, or believe you deserve it, yeah. you're not going to get it. Or even if you believe that it ain't going to happen. Or it's not going to happen, yeah. Believe it's not possible. But the, not the thing it. is, you know as well as I do, yeah, it's the self-talk. Yes. So there's the self-talk, and our self-talk, fundamentally what I've learned and experienced is our self-talk, it gives us exactly back what we see what? in our world. Yeah. The issue that we've got um, is that we have negative sabotage in our beliefs. Yeah. So we believe, we, we know we really want it, but then all of a sudden we don't deserve it and it's never going to happen no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. and all the negative stuff comes out and you don't deserve it and all the rest of it which is ultimately which is the missing piece which is the bit um, and I just want to say as well you, is you, it's messing in the middle most people mess in the middle so they might want to meet this person and they've, they've done their imaginary act where they're uh, 
they're having their anniversary but then they'll start missing up oh yeah but in the middle I'll probably go for a date there and we'll go on holiday here and we'll do that so straight away you're now messing up with that manifestation right, because you keep going back too many try- things in it yeah because the time you've let go of the imaginal act which is in the future and where you come back to now there's a big gap yeah. between now and the the time that the time. that person's going to be yeah. and every seed has its own time some like you know chickens take 21 days to hatch and humans have nine months and horses take a year every seed depending on what it is has a time period before it to happen it doesn't happen straight away it has, no. to, it has to happen but the problem is is that time period is very difficult for people because they want it now they're impatient they want proof they want evidence and therefore they sabotage it before the thing ever happens either by their mental talk or by messing in the middle yeah by, um, by messing out, by trying to make things happen or interfere with it. Yeah, because yeah. we all have instantly, yeah. don't we? It's, a, it's an instant gratification yeah. world. So if it doesn't happen instantly, then it's not going to happen. And oh, it's all nonsense. Patience is such patience. so key. It, yes, you have to be patient in this life. Which I never thought I could ever, ever say that I would do. Well, patience. <laughs> like the most yeah, you were never patient person, person no, were you? No. But now, I, but now I know it and I know it and I've tested it and I've tried it and I've tested it and tried it and tested it and tried it. I know that ultimately it's going to happen. And, and the thing is, is even though sometimes the, the things, you might get evidence contrary to your end end um, uh, act yeah but that, that's all still part of the bridge of incidents and sometimes the th- see the key thing is is when something happens on the journey is to not react to it negatively yeah so you've got to have to you've got to be have pro- you've got to not, not act, react negatively you've got to have positive self-talk mm. and you've got to uh, not have negative sabotage in, in your beliefs yeah and messing with stuff in the middle all of these things actually will stop you or delay extensively you experiencing the thing that you've experienced in your imaginary act. So, so they're, the three, they're, the, they're the three stages I use. The other thing that I also do as well is I will journal and I will do write, I'll write stuff down. Because right. writing stuff down also impresses on the subconscious mind. So as you're writing down, so I might imagine the act, but I also might write, write, write down the act. So I might say, so, you know, I'm imagining sitting in this home with my future partner and we're having a champagne and it tastes amazing. And I'm actually writing down a story that I see in my imaginary act. Yeah. So it says another way of impressing the subconscious. Yeah. So there's many, there are many ways of doing it, um, and the other thing is just assume it's going to happen. Yeah. You've just got to assume. It. So there's so much, there's so much to it. I mean, I could talk about this stuff for hours and hours and hours and hours in a lot more detail, but they're the key three things to do in order to uh, make um, visualization and the law of attraction work for you. But okay, so just the key re- thing is, is yeah. what you're going to go talk about now about blocks. Okay, well, we, 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 we've, we've spoken about blocks before, and in the first part, we, the first Law of Attraction one we did, we spoke about blocks and sabotage. And everything you said about the self-talk, the negative doubts, that is all your sabotage. Yes. That is your sabotage kicking in, and it's very important to clear the sabotage. We, I'm not going to go into too much detail today. That's in the first Law of Attraction podcast. If you want, haven't listened to that, go back and revisit that, because today was all about the, the secret tips and tricks. So, to, and, and Stephen sharing his insights about the science. I know nothing really about the science. I never studied the science of law of attraction. I understood the principle when I first learned it. I really understood that it's about clearing your blocks and your beliefs and your, your unconscious responses. I just couldn't do it fully with the techniques I'd learned until I learned DTO. Yeah. And that has been the, the one system, the one technique allowed me to clear my sabotage and evoke law of attraction very quickly. Well, same for me. Same for you as well. Because I was doing all of this stuff anyway. Yeah. I'd learnt all this stuff anyway, but it couldn't get anything to work for me. No. Now I've cleared all my blocks 
my guilt, my shames and my past. Stuff, now I can do it. <laughs> I'm having fun with it, mate. You're having fun with it. It's, it's, it's becomes great because... When you clear your box, um, it becomes fun, doesn't it? I mean, I've been having stuff happening within an hour. So I thought about something, I visualised it, an hour it's turned up. Yeah. Within an hour. But you mentioned something to me earlier on, before we were, we were talking about the podcast and what yeah. we were going to talk about, you said that actually when you go into imagination, you if a block comes up, you do something. What do you do? I switch it off. You switch it off using DTO, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So, so now, when, when you're in a visualisation, if the negative belief comes up, you can immediately now you know DTO. Yeah, I can do DTO off in my. I can do this DTO switching off in my imaginary reality. Brilliant. So you know that is then going to speed everything up because you're you're in that process, and then once you clear it, that has an, a, a positive impact immediately in that in what you're trying to visualise yeah. and imagine. Absolutely. So 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 yeah. So so it's very important to clear your blocks because if you do, no matter what technique you use or what tips and tricks you've learnt, it's not going to work for you unless you clear your sabotage and the unconscious beliefs and hopefully everyone gets that now so before we wrap up I want to, I just want Stephen to just recap briefly just list the three things that are very important the three steps he does just list the three things to rem- yeah, recap so the, so the first thing is is to create your imagination be in alignment know exactly what you want 100% know what you want yeah. be completely clear that's exactly what you want to have experience or do or become right be hunted number Number two is to create so you've created the act the next is to create or to do the imaginal act in your mind's eye yeah step into it yeah become it see it from first person yeah invoking all the senses to create that imaginal act as if it's really really real and it's got as much sense of reality as your awake conscious state and number three third one is to then drop 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 it it. drop it it. let it go and go back to living your life normally as if you were before you'd even started the the act um and that is dropping the desire that's forgetting about it that's um, d- um stopping uh, looking for answers looking for signs um stopping going back and reimagining it reimagining something else wondering being cute just let it go just let it go and just get back to it it's very difficult and it does take a bit of time to do that because it's really really hard because when you invoke such amazing feelings about the thing that you want so much in your life it's very difficult to let it go so like I said a great way of doing that is then if you're having trouble doing that is later on create another imaginary scene where you're having a conversation on the telephone or in someone in person and you're saying to them yeah no I had that problem but now I have no problem in dropping my uh, my desire and my attachment to it yeah. and what will happen is is that that will fundamentally happen as well and you will actually be able to do that Great. but the key thing is is obviously is that you need to be able to make this happen you need to start with switching off your guilt and shames about because it's all very well you wanting to have the most perfect relationship but if you've got guilt and shames about relationships you're never going to manifest it no it won't happen in a million years no, no. no. so Thank you for that, Stephen. I want to say thank you. That was absolutely brilliant. I, you know, ever since I've known Stephen, he's talked to me about the science of law of attraction. I find it more and more fascinating, and I have found that understanding that is actually a science behind it uh, actually made me understand it more and better. Yeah. And it was quite fun to learn that it wasn't. He, Stephen doesn't make it complicated in any way, um, but it is also about clearing those guilt and shames. Um, but thank you for that. Hopefully, that's enlightened people, and I'm sure there's many, many questions people are going to have. Yeah. So if you do have questions, you can post them on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Or you can you can post them on Facebook. Come yeah, on well, Facebook. funnily enough. Funnily enough, we have a Facebook group, don't we? Yes, Inside we've Alphabet. now got we just set it up. Group, yeah. We've got the website set up now. That's yeah, live. Yeah, website's live. And we've got a Facebook group. Yeah. Um, so you and a YouTube can, channel. And a YouTube channel. Yeah. Which will all be on the website soon. So they're not quite on there yet, the, the social channels. 
but the website is inside, inside out no inside hyphen out effect.co.uk uh, we will put this on the video on YouTube so you can link straight to the website yeah, and, Facebook, and our social media will be on there as well yeah. uh, the, 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 the Facebook page and we're going to be setting up a LinkedIn page as well, I believe, because of businesses and things like that. Yeah, well, obviously, it's aimed at the businesses world as well. So yeah. yeah. So, again, thank you for that, Stephen. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, it was fun to swap with you. Cheers, uh, mate. And be the host <laughs> this time. There's so much I could talk about. I mean, I haven't yeah. even... I've skimmed... I've now skimmed you know how I feel <laughs> when I'm talking about people's problems and health. Yeah. You know how hard it is to condense into such a short space of time yeah. and give the relevant information because there's so much information that there I've learned so over years. Yeah. And you've learned so much information yeah. over the years as well. Yeah. so to try and condense that is very difficult and also have fun at the same time and share stories so um, it's it's been fantastic thank you mate um, and we will be doing another one on more attraction I think at some we're going to need to because there's to. loads of other stuff that but I've what are we doing next time what's the next one we're going to do um, what are we going to do I thought about doing PTSD Oh, Actually, okay. I thought about as you mentioned PTSD today, and PTSD is a big thing that's coming up at the moment. I thought it'd be a really good one I'm to really cover good at that. PTSD. Great. <laughs> so you're really good at that. I've, had, well, I've had three or four amazing results. I've had four people, yeah. I think, in the last month, severe, I mean, bleed missiles and stuff, and I've that, got rid of it in an is, hour. The car accident was an through. hour. Yeah. I've had some really great successes with PTSD. Yeah, so that's, I think we're going to cover PTSD next time, and I'm going to share the the tips and the secrets to resolving PTSD and what the real secret to that is and how you can do it quickly and, and easily within a very short space of time or a few weeks and get your life back again. Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you know anyone with PTSD, then then let them know that. If you love this this audio and share it with everyone out there and if you're enjoying the, the podcast, we're getting lots of great feedback about podcasts and yeah. we're, we're really thrilled about that and we're, we're, we're loving doing them. And we just want to share as much information as possible. So if you yeah, share it, that, like it, to yeah. get, you know, um, as much as you can for us, because obviously the information that we disclose has been acquired through years and years of research, knowledge, hard work, pain and suffering. And we don't want you to go through that. No. Simple as that. We've really. done all the research. We've done the hard work of studying how to do it. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to learn all that. We've made it much simpler for you. I mean, you've got to do it. <laughs> you've got to do it. Um, it's want much, it. It's much simpler. Uh, so we don't want you to go through that. We want you to to be free and live happy and, and, and live healthy, happy lives. So that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank yeah. you to you, Stephen. Yeah, you might want to say, if you've got any issues with pain, go to Jonathan's website, which is decodingpain.com, yeah. and also my own personal website, which is healingthemind.co.uk. But anything else, really, now we want to go to the inside-outeffect.co.uk. Yeah. And you can email us as well. Yeah, and so, yeah, so if you are a business and you're struggling with mental health in the business and you need help, or if you're in the public sector, a fireman, a, a police or nursing or military. soldiers military yeah. and you're struggling with PTSD we can help you resolve that so you can either get back to your career that you love or you you can get back to living a life you know free healthy, of all that and, free, and a healthy happy, happy life yeah. or if you're just uh, you know a person yourself suffering with with a mental health problem and you really want to resolve it now and you've just had enough then just reach out and we'll be we'll be glad to help you uh, until next time uh, it's good night goodbye from me yes and it's also goodbye from him uh, take care have a great week everyone and we will see you next week see ya bye bye fucking Alexa oh no it's a fucking night she likes joining in she obviously joins